Yo, Minasan, it's Manga Sensei, what's going on? Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're talking about something I get asked actually all the time, and that is what intonation is going on with the oo sound at the end of des. Um, desu, um, desu is usually kind of left off, that little oo at the end. And this is kind of a weird thing that confuses often people learning the Japanese language. Um, so today I'm actually going to talk a little bit about that and what that is actually called. In phonetical terms or grammatical terms, this is called vowel devoicing, okay? Vowel devoicing. And this is what happens when um, certain sounds of language, when they meet other sounds, are devoiced or not said. An example of this is des. Um, when you say desu at the end, the predicate, if you will, at the end of a Japanese sentence is not pronounced uh, desu, even though it's the su sound, the u at the end of this word is going to be cut off and it's just going to be s, s. And this comes for a particular reason. And there's actually a couple of them that do this. And I want to give you a couple of examples of, th- of places where this happens. Okay. And it's usually going to be, um, the E sound or an U sound that are devoiced. Okay, so those are the two sounds that we're going to be devoicing. We say something. Um, and it's usually going to happen at the very beginning of the word or it's going to be at the very, very end of the word. There are a couple of exceptions. Like um, a good one would be um, kokugo. You could say kokugo, right? Um, but when it's said quickly, they're going to take the U out of the middle there and kokugo. Kokugo. So it's kind of we kind of swallow that sound when it happens in between there, and this is a kind of a funny thing that ends up happening. Um, and this is what happens when there is a high pitch sound, like we talked about with the moors, and there's a high sound um, that kind of gets taken out. So if, for example, there is a K sound and an I sound that kind of come together, like um, squid, ika, ika. We usually don't say ika. It's the first sound is swallowed. E, we're just going to kind of swallow it. Ka. Ka. Ika ga. Ka ga. So we're just going to kind of swallow that sound. We're going to throw it to the back of our throats. And I would be like, we're like north. Kita. Kita ga. Kita ga. So we're just kind of, again, swallowing that I sound. And it usually happens when I's and K's come together and they're be pronounced high. So if the first sound in the word is high sounding like um another one would be something like uh ki gang which is mood is gang ki gang ki gang ki gang see how it goes high ki gang we're kind of kind of swallow that i as it kind of molds into the g um another would be like um if i said ki desu ka sort of ki desu ka ki desu ka so ki desu ka ki desu ka Yes, ka. So we're kind of kind of eating that sound when there is a K and an I or an I and a K and they kind of come together. Those things will often kind of get swallowed up together. Another one that will happen is when the S sound and a U sound kind of come together. Again, example that is of course this. Another one, for example, would be like um, try to think of one. Ski, ski, suki. We don't say ah, kore ga suki desu ne. It's suki desu ne. Ski. We're going to kind of swallow that sound up a little bit. So if I say um, something along the lines of, um, try to think of a really good one that has another SU sound in it, something like, um, we're going to have like the word like kuso. Kuso is really pronounced kuso. Ku, 
Sol. So it's the U and the S again are kind of meeting there. Now, it isn't always just the time that you have an K and an I or a U and an S. It's again when these are pronounced high, right? So if it's a high mora, and if it's going to be um, two consonants are kind of coming together, we're going to kind of blend them together and swallow that sound. Um, if you'd like to check out more on this, soon on the blog we'll be posting about this. So you can kind of check out some of this devoicing and how that exactly works. We're going to be talking a little bit more about this throughout the week. If you'd like to learn more about this kind of content and learn more about Japanese, check out our website at manga-sensei.com and our new Patreon, which is going to have a lot more fun stuff coming on as well. Until then, catch you tomorrow. Remember, it takes 10,000 mistakes to become fluent in Japanese. So let's make some mistakes. Till then, Johnny.